Although 25 years have elapsed since Goodbye, Farewell, and Amen aired on February 28, 1983, time has done little to diminish the significance and influence of CBS's MASH, 1972-1983, a groundbreaking television series that struggled during its first season, finishing 47th in the ratings for 1972-1973, but soon thereafter claimed a mainstream following that ensured success for the next 10 seasons. Winning a total of 14 Emmy Awards out of 99 nominations, not to mention scores of awards from the Directors Guild of America, the Screen Actors Guild, and the Hollywood Foreign Press Association, MASH has been called the most popular pre-Seinfeld series in television history, a program that, according to several scholars, transformed the medium and brought millions of viewers together as members of an imagined community. Peggy Hers has called it the most moral show on TV, one that transcended the generic and stylistic boundaries of the standard sitcom formula to expose, at various times throughout its long broadcast run, racial injustices, gender biases, bureaucratic mishandling, military snafus, and other pressing sociopolitical concerns of the day. Nora Lee Frankel compares MASH to a bottle of vintage wine that is, improved with age. And certainly, off-network syndication has ensured its perennial status, with millions of post-baby boom spectators introduced to the series via reruns, aired as part of local stations' daytime and late-night programming. One of the most potent anti-war statement, or statements, in American history, MASH has been translated into 15 languages and has aired in over 25 countries becoming not only a national institution, but also an international phenomenon, as meaningful for people in Australia or Germany as it is for stateside audiences. However, all this hyperbole should not blind us to the fact that MASH has come under attack for proselytizing and for sanitizing wartime experiences for the sake of commercial entertainment. In contrast to a critic like John Leonard, who believes that MASH dazzled the sitcom in dissentience, Barry Putterman describes this and another CBS series of the 1970s, All in the Family, 1971-1979, as mid-cult gas bags that all but bracket off their little bromides in neon. As an example of that most blatantly social form of comedy, satire, MASH was especially lamentable from Putterman's point of view, for it replaced the outcast horseplay and intentional infantilism associated with such short-lived, largely forgotten slapstick TV programs as I'm Dickens, He's Fenster, ABC, 1962-1963, and Valentine's Day, ABC, 1964-1965, with the smug, moralizing wheezes of doctors and military officers. Whether or not one agrees with Putterman that a historical inevitability transformed the televisual landscape for the worse, it is hard to dismiss his argument that a certain self-righteousness pervades the programs made for CBS under Fred Silverman's reign. Quality TV series like The Mary Tyler Moore Show, 1970-1977, All in the Family, and MASH, which collectively marked a shift 
away from the network's Hicks-centric programming of the 1960s, The Beverly Hillbillies, 1962-1971, Green Acres, 1965-1971, and so forth, toward more sophisticated sitcoms that resonated with the urban, upscale audiences of the 1970s.